You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. It was hard because it made me live through my truth. And it made me live through the things that I was suppressing and trying to hide and trying to act like didn't bother me. So opening up and telling it, it was like, wow, other women could really benefit from this. Because other women, I see women, I, I deal with women that do the same thing that I do. And yet we don't, we still think we're invincible. So God told me, oh, you won't, you don't listen very well. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put you down a couple of notches because you don't like listening. <laughs> and he put me down a couple notches and I listen now. I might not listen before, but now I listen and things that used to get to me and used to bother me and little things that people used to say was just like, they used to call me a little thug. I'm a spiritual thug now, mm-hmm. but they used to call me a little thug. And I was like, yeah, I'll be ready to pop off. Now it's like, I am not about to lower my vibration. See? For that raggedy energy. I'm not about to do it. I'm not doing it at all. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card as well as it helps support our show. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now podcast. That's right. The What Now podcast, where we discuss effective ways 
of facing life's most difficult moments. Now, if you have listened to the podcast at all, you already understand that we no longer define these moments as difficult. We've scratched that word difficult out. We've whited that word difficult out. We've done whatever we need to do to that word difficult and replace it with defining, defining moments, defining moments. So we discuss effective ways of facing life's most defining moments. And the reason why we classify them as defining moments is because we have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to define those moments and not allow ourselves to be defined by a moment. My name is Clifton Petty John. I am your established voice of transformation. I teach individuals how to revolutionize their lives through purpose, identification, and execution. You are listening, as I said, to the What Now podcast. I'm excited to have you listening on today. If it's your first time, thank you. If you've listened more than one time, thank you. We want you to know that we appreciate each and every one of you. Now, here's what I want you to do real quick, because I'm going to tell you the What Now podcast has the ability to unlock hidden treasures in your life. It has the ability to open your eyes. It has the ability to unclog your ears. It has the ability to bring direction and understanding to you. But we have to make sure that we're present to listen to the podcast. So here's what I want each and every one of you to do. I want you to take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. One more time, breathe in, hold it, breathe out. Now, if you were able to complete that exercise, it means that you are alive. There's breath remaining in your body. And as long as breath remains in your body, purpose yet remains. It also means that now you have forgot about the past. You forgot about the future and you are present right here in this moment. And there is nothing like being present in the moment because it is when we are present in the moment that we are able to experience the transformation. Today, we have another amazing guest. I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Shina Key Corbett is the owner of Deja Vu Skin. She is a mother, wife, sister, and aunt, and loves to travel, read, cook, and spend time with her family. Nikki has worked as a case manager for the homeless population for 10 years, and she also is a certified domestic violence counselor, working with battered women as well as men. These days, you can find Nikki supporting her passion right alongside her family, creating quality products for herself as well as for others. She also sends out positive daily affirmations to women keeping them uplifted and feeling great about themselves. She believes that self-care is a priority and not a luxury and should be practiced daily in order to be at peace mentally, physically, and emotionally. While doing all of this, Nikki is still looking to make their brand Deja Vu Skin a household name. Everyone, join me in welcoming Nikki to the show. Nikki, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited about this conversation. I say this at the beginning of every conversation, or I say it in a different way at the beginning of every conversation. I believe that this conversation is going to help some of our listening audience begin to be empowered, educated, activated, and released even more into purpose. So I'm excited that you're with us on today. And I, as I said, that's what my belief that this conversation is going to do. And it definitely will. I believe that. I believe it. So let's get started. We start with an icebreaker question. And I'm going to use my favorite icebreaker question today. And that question is, if you could have one superpower, 
what would that superpower be and why? That one superpower would be to heal people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To heal people. Because I think we, so many people, including myself, um, have been broken, are broken, um, and traumatized, and you just don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. Or you're too embarrassed to go somewhere. Um, so if I had that one superpower, it would be to heal people. That's awesome. And we're going to get into that a little later in the conversation. But I want to explain why I asked that question. I always ask that question because I believe that many times, I'm going to say it, I'll go even 99.99998% of the time. Those who answer that question, answer that question based off of what their purpose in life is. And they may not do it the conventional way. They may do it a different way. Yes. Your, your business is an opportunity for people to heal, for them yes. to begin to see that inner beauty and the external beauty that they possess. So I'm excited about that. And like I said, we will get into that a little bit later. But first, what I want to do is I want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself to our listening audience. I always tell everybody you can go as far back as you were, are comfortable with going all the way up to where you are right now. So my name is Shaniki Corbett. Most people call me Nikki because it's easier to pronounce. Um, and I'm a mom. I'm a fiance. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a Black woman. And it hasn't been easy being a black woman and an entrepreneur and a mom and a fiance. Um, I started my journey years ago, um, always practicing self-care because this is what my family taught. You always take care of yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone around you. Have I always stayed on the path of it? No. <laughs> um, like most people, I struggle with some things um, throughout life. And I think as I got older, it molded me more to think about taking care of myself, um, not just for me, but for my girls. And I'm pretty much, a, a, I'm a homebody. I'm, you know, I'm like an MIA person. You got to find me because I, I, I drop on the scene and then I drop back. Um, but I've always been like that. I'm just one of them really down to earth Southern women that just like to stay at home, cook, make them homemade cakes for people so they could get nice and chunky. And um, I create, along with my fiance, we create one of, what I say is one of the best body brands ever. Um, we got commercialized beat by so many levels and it all started just from us wanting to take care of ourselves better. So that's who I am. I'm, I'm a creator, I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm a mom, and I'm a family girl. Awesome, awesome. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with one of my trigger words that you hit. I knew you were going to hit some trigger words, and you hit one, <laughs> and it is a compound word. Well, I guess it's two words that put together. Uh, well, not a compound word, but two words used together, and that's self-care, self-care. Let's talk a little bit about self-care because I see a lot of people that are out there that are helping people. They have the heart and the passion to help others. But I always talk about helping others from two dimensions. There are those who pour from their cup and many times end up pouring from an empty cup because yeah. they never take time to fill themselves back up. And then there are those that have learned a little, lived a little longer, and now we're learning to fill ourselves up and pour from the overflow, but always keep making sure we're pouring into ourselves so that we don't hit those dry seasons in, in our seasons in our life. So let's talk a little bit about self-care. What does self-care look like to you? Self-care um, for me looks like a person that takes the time. And I always tell people from the beginning, from the start, self-care is not a luxury. It's a necessity. Mm -hmm. Um, we get it so confused that we think that self-care is go to the nail shop, go get your hair done, go get your feet done. That's just that physical, that's that out of appearance. That's a bonus. Self-care is taking care of yourself from the inside, making sure that you, you pray daily, you meditate, you pray, 
you take that time for yourself and you figure out, okay, how am I feeling today? How am I feeling? Am I feeling good enough so that I can help someone else today without even trying? Because when you're helping yourself, you can help others without trying. You don't have to go above and beyond. You don't have to do extra extravagant stuff to help others. It's little stuff. Me, myself, I every day I get up, I read a part of the Bible and I send out affirmations to a bunch of women every single morning. And it helps me. It's not just for me to help them. It's helping me also on my journey. So I do this every morning for not just myself, but for other women, because it could be something so simple that help a person throughout their entire day. So for me, it's always putting myself first. I didn't always do that. Hence the reason I became a co-author of a book, Women Inspiring Nations, where I was constantly, the title of my portion of the book is constantly formed from an empty cup. It's how I learned self-care. So, and, and that's not even something you knew, but that's just something no. that that has happened. Yeah. And I'm finally brave enough to say, this is what I did wrong. And even though I called myself a hypocrite, because I'm out here pushing, got to take care of you guys, but I wasn't doing it for me. So when I learned that I wasn't doing it for me, and it took me being in a hospital bed mm. to realize that, girl, what are you doing? You can't help nobody if you can't help yourself. And I didn't want my kids to see me as much as I practice self-care to them, see me in a hospital bed saying, but mommy, well, why aren't you taking care of yourself? And when an 11 year old asks you why you have to go to the hospital, you don't, you don't have no answer for 11 year olds these days. Cause no. it, you can't give them, you can't give them a no fake story. Cause they gonna know. Right. They gonna see right through it. Right through it. So it's like, I had to stop. And my fiance said to me that day, I woke up in the hospital and see him sitting there. He was like, this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. It's not acceptable. We need mm-hmm. you and you can't do anything for any of us or yourself if you're not taking care of yourself. Better. So for me, it's about putting me first. And I have a lot of people around me that, oh, I can help. You don't have to help me. I need to be able to help myself first. Right. I need to be okay with myself before I can say, hey, let me help someone else. Let me give them a tidbit. If I'm not doing it for me, it's useless for anyone else. It's not genuine. It's not from the heart. People think self-care is you got to take a whole hour out of your day. This is You can't do that nowadays. What you have to do, 15 minutes, a longer shower, stay in the bathroom 15 minutes longer, get up 15 minutes earlier before the whole household starts to hustle and bustle, and sit with yourself. Journal. Journaling gets out so much. I don't care if you journal and you rip out the page and you throw it away. You got it out of your system. Yes. So it's important for us as women, men, kids, everybody to practice self-care so that you can be okay with yourself. And so that you can feel good about getting Because there's going to be stress. There's going to be trauma. There's going to be stuff that you have no control over. What you do have control over is how you take care of yourself. Absolutely. You have all the control. So that's Ab- that's self-care for me. Absolutely. That, that was all great. Now, you said something in the beginning. We're going to talk about the book, and we're definitely going to talk about you and your husband's business. I want to talk about that because I love nothing like a team. I love <laughs> that. I love that. I love that. But let's hit the affirmation aspect. How long have you been doing affirmations and how did you come about implementing them in your life and why do you see them as valuable? So I um I met this woman, her name is Tia. And she she's what I call my spiritual advisor. She showed me some things that I wasn't doing for me. And she just by being around me and and talking to me, and she was like, What do you do for you? Mm. I never asked myself that question before. All I was thinking about is what I could do for others. I know who I am as a person. I know what I like to do, but what do I do for me? And it was nothing. And she gave me a couple of books to read. And I started reading affirmations. I would see some on the internet. I brought an affirmation book. I brought affirmation cards because I wanted to see what it is, what the difference was with what people put on the internet and what people are putting in writing. 
Because when you put it in writing, it sticks with you more than what you, you're going to scroll past that affirmation every day. When it's in writing and it's in print and someone sends it to you, just to you, not in no group text where everybody can come and say, I send these out separately to women every morning that signed up for it. And I talk about sometimes they'll see a picture with the affirmation card in me. Sometimes they'll see just the affirmation. Sometimes whatever resonates with me that morning, that's what they get. And I get plenty of messages about, it was like, how did you come up with this affirmation? I tell every last one of them, whatever resonates with me that morning is what goes out. If I feel like something is just heavy on me and I feel like somebody else could be going through the same thing that I'm going through right now, feeling the same exact way, I shoot it out. And with that, I just started really resonating with the affirmations and how they help. And some of them, you got to read between the lines. Some of them don't get it. And when you don't get it, that means you ain't there yet. That means you still got some work to do. But for the most part, you can read between the lines and it tells you exactly what's going on with you. You just have to listen. And you got to take it, whether it's good or bad, because we treat ourselves bad a whole lot of times. We, we talk negative about ourselves. And when you speak that negativity onto yourself, that's you. You saying, oh, I, this is how I want my life to be. No, man, we're not doing that. What we're going to do is we're going to speak this positivity over us every day. And that's what I do. That's what I learned, that every time just because something went bad, that didn't mean that I was a bad person or this is how my life is supposed to be. It's because I'm letting what the media and what everybody else says, oh, this is how it's supposed to go for you. Just take it with a grain of salt. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not right. claiming that. Right. That ain't God. Ain't, oh, no, God ain't do that for me. No, that's not what he said. We take things and we turn around and we make them bad for ourselves. If it's a lesson, I got it. I see what you're doing. God will put the brakes on you and stop you in the middle of everything. And you'll be like, what in the world? You got to get it together and stop trying to fight the person that's trying to help you. That's what we do. We fight the person that's trying to help us. He gives us the clues. He tells us which way to go. But we like left over here because left is right. (laughs) So for me, it's just getting up daily and the positive. All I can think about is what's going positive after the day because you you set the tone for your day. And these affirmations set the tone for your day. You either going to take it and be positive or you're going to take it and be like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to go on about this day because I got to go to this job. I got to be out here with these people. Be thankful for every lesson that you get. It's just a season. You could change your season by having it. You got a choice. You got to make it. And and that's the affirmations mean a lot to me. And that's why I'm into them and I believe in them. And all it is is positive talk about what God already was trying to tell you, but you wasn't listening. Absolutely. And I I like your method of sending them out as well, because you said something. You said if it's sent as a group message, many times it'll just be bypassed. But it's something about that individuality that many times makes people stop and pause, read it and be like, wait a minute, this was just for me. God took out time to speak directly to me. And I think so lowly of myself. So that is so powerful that in and of itself, that is powerful. And I'm a big proponent of affirmations. I believe that it is the affirmations that begin to kill those kingdoms of negativity that we have established yes. in our lives. And, and sometimes we get frustrated and upset because we want those kingdoms destroyed quickly, but we forget it took years to establish these kingdoms in our life, you know? Yes. <laughs> so yes. it, it's a work in progress. So I love that. I love that. So now let's talk about the book. Now, is that the only, is that you have more than one book or is that the book that's out right now? This is my first, I'm a co-author with 44 other women in this one book, um, Women Inspiring Nation. And the slogan for this book is, I wrote this for me, for, uh, I wrote this book and I told my story, but it's not for me. 
So my story is for someone else. And I felt like I was scared to death to do this because I'm such a private person. And anyone that knows me and my other half, we're like so private, it's ridiculous. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. for us to be in business, it's like, people's like, yo, y'all are like the most incognito people, business people I ever met in my life. (laughs) And it's because we just, we're one of we're these type of people where we burst on the scene, we do what we do, we give you this work, and then we back off and we go back to the cave and we do what we have to do to make some more work. That's it. Like we don't we don't broadcast a lot, we don't do a whole lot of you rarely see pictures of us mm-hmm. on our social media because in our head is this is a business. So what you're gonna get is this business. Right. What we do privately, that's our business. It, it it ain't a part of the business because that's different. We don't want people to ever feel like, oh, we're living this life of luxury and we want everybody to see it. That's y'all downfall right there. Y'all worried about what people see. That materialistic stuff, he give it and he take it away. Y'all better get real yes. and stop worrying about what people see. What y'all yes. supposed to see is this work. I'm here to give you some self-care stuff. I'm going to give you that work. And me writing, being a part of this book, I was so skeptical. I was like, babe, I don't know. He was like, why not? I'm like, well, you know how I am. I don't really. He was like, tell what happened to you. Because some people think that you're invincible. Because they don't see that side of you. They don't see that you also have weakness. And that you're human. Like most people think you're just this invincible person. You come out, you do whatever. And you always got a smile on your face. You're always willing to help. And collab with people and help other businesses you have a breaking point too and i never thought of it like that because i was just on go mm-hmm. instead of where i should have been so i wrote this book about myself and what i went through and how it changed me for the better um it really opened my eyes on what we now call self-love okay. versus self-care um because i didn't when your family has so much they expect so many things out of you and mm-hmm. he always used to say to me when we first met in 05 he was like you never have expectations for other people and i'd be like whatever i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you're just trying to sound smart so you can get my number like that was the thing <laughs> but you know <laughs> He was well, he was what he he hung with a lot of older guys, so his yeah, his wiseness was a little yeah. different than his age. And it was it was weird for me because when you got seven uncles that mm-hmm. was always on you about what's right and you watched how they worked and you was like, nobody can pull game on you when you got seven uncles and seven aunties that they mm-hmm. game they game for real. So <laughs> it's like when you get someone and you're like, he know too much. You don't always listen, but he always used to say little tidbits, little things. And it was like, now they come back to me all these years later. And it's like, he knew what he was talking about. I won't tell him that. <laughs> well, hopefully he hears this then. <laughs> I won't tell him that to his face, but you know. He he really knew what he was talking about. And he's always been supportive. And this, doing this, being a co-author in a book, never been an author before didn't know anything about writing besides the ingredients I write down for these products. Mm-hmm. It was hard because it made me live through my truth. Mm-hmm. And it made me live through the things that I was suppressing and trying to hide and trying to act like didn't bother me. So opening up and telling it, it was like, wow, other women could really benefit because other women, I see women, I, I deal with women that do the same thing that I do. And yet we don't, we still think we're invincible. Mm-hmm. So God told me, oh, you won't, you don't listen very well. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put you down a couple of notches because you don't like to listen. <laughs> and he put me down a couple notches and I listen now. I might not listen before, but now I listen and things that used to get to me and used to bother me and little things that people used to say was just like, they used to call me a little thug. I'm a spiritual thug now, mm-hmm. but they used to call me a little thug and I'd be like, yeah, I'd be ready to pop off. Now it's like, I am not about to lower my vibration See, for that raggedy energy. I'm not right. about to do it. I'm not doing it at all. So therefore it's important 
that this book comes out to help young women that mm-hmm. are, as we know, the young women today, it's something ain't right. right. The, the priorities <laughs> and what you think you need to be doing and what you think you have to do is so different than what is really necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's some of the reason why I, I decided to be a co-author in this book with all these women that got all these stories that are going to help so many other women um, in the future. And I think that's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, one of the things that you said that I really liked, I liked all of it, but what I really liked was where you said writing was causing you to live your truth, live in your truth. And I think that a lot of people have a struggle there, a disconnect there because they have a fear of living in their truth. Now, can you talk about, did you fear living in your truth? And if you did, how did you escape that fear to put it down and start to live it? I was afraid to live my truth because I didn't want to let people know that I I could be weak mm-hmm. and that I didn't always have control. I didn't want to let people know that because I felt like when you let people know, they like take they take that weakness and they run with it. And I just always felt like I needed to have this persona of being tough all the time. Nothing could get to me all the time. And it was just like, I'm not, I'm human. And God didn't build me to be tough all the time. And sharing it and writing it, there was some day, there was some day I couldn't even do it all at one time like there were some days I could like write and then there were some days like I was reading over what I was and it just broke me down it was like oh my gosh I was in tears and it was just like therapeutic tears it wasn't tears of sadness it wasn't tears of regret of anything that I went through it was just therapeutic it was like I'm free of all of that I was holding and suppressing and I'm okay with that. I don't, I'm not, and one thing I'm never going to do is lose sleep over what people feel and think about what I went through. If you're looking at it in a negative way, it's going to hit you in a negative way. But if you're looking at it as, in a positive way, you're looking at it like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm dealing with the same thing and I don't have to. I could talk to somebody if I need to. I can do counseling. I could do all of the things that I need to do if I have to do them and not be ashamed of it. So for me, therapeutically, it helped me move on to my next journey in my life and oh. being confident with what, how I am and what, what I've been through and what I'm dealing with um, as an individual. So I'm okay. And it's okay to be, ain't nobody perfect. There's no, no reason to put out here that you can have this perfect life. There's no such thing. And just knowing that it's not, and you could deal with it and you're okay with it, you have to accept where you are in life. What has happened cannot be changed. You can't change nothing in the past. No. What you can do is alter your future. Yes. Yes. You could alter your future to be better than what it has been, better than what your past or your present is currently. Your future is all about what you speak into. Yes into existence is what's going to happen for you and people have to realize that god didn't put us here to say let's live this horrible life no we just don't listen and we want to live how we want to live and we don't want to listen to what he said and that's why we go through the things that we go through because if we stay on the right track and keep our eyes open we'll see what we need to see it's just people don't me too i don't even know i don't listen all the time either i'm still he's still working on me i ain't all the way there (laughs) I feel you. <laughs> Trust. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. That's all. That was great. That was great. So now what I want to transition to is to the business. I want to talk about, first, I want you to explain to everybody what it is that you and your fiance do. And then we'll go from there. So um, what we do uh, is we create um, body products um for men, women and kids. So it's not just for men, it's not just for women, and it's not just for kids. When we speak self-love, we speak for the entire family because the entire family needs all of that. 
kids need to know how to take care of themselves, especially in this world. Um, it's not like when we was growing up and you went outside and played kickball until lights came on and you went in the house and you took a shower, you, you got, you ate dinner, you went to bed. Nowadays, that's not how life happens. So it was very important for us to create body products um, to help with taking care of ourselves, our skin, naturally. These are all natural products, no chemicals or anything like that. And we started, this was only supposed to be fun. This was never looked at as a business thing. We were just creating these things because I was breaking out. Our daughters were breaking out. He was breaking out. And it was just like, what more? This man used to walk around when we would go on vacation. He would have a backpack full of products just because he needed to make sure whatever he's using on his beard, it don't break him out. He have to shave his beard off and deal with that or his hair or, and me and my daughters, we break out. It can have one too many chemicals and we, we done. And we got red patches all over the place. So we decided to start mixing things together, see what we could come up that was all natural. And we started making the things for ourselves. Never not once did it cross our mind to do this for other people. It was just for us because we selfish like that. We like to be, look good and stuff. So then people would be smelling certain scents. I'm like, what is that you're wearing? It's like, oh, it's something I made up. My crazy self started making some stuff and giving it to other people because they liked what we smelled like. And he was like, um, did they give you some money for that shea butter that you had to buy? No, they didn't. He was like, well, they can't get no more. Unless they got some men's for these for this right here, they can't get none. So we started, I was like, okay, well, we'll just do it for the women. That's what was my thought. We were going to just create something for women. No, he wasn't satisfied with that. He was like, well, men like good stuff too. As conceited as he is, I should have known he going to want something too. <laughs> um, then, my, <laughs> then my daughter, she was all, they always in my stuff. So it's just like, this is not going to work. We just need to create something for everybody so everybody can have their own little niche and do things. So we have a 23-year-old daughter. She's into more of the spray scent. So she likes body sprays, but she likes stuff that has an oil on it because she always talking about how pretty her skin is because she can see it too. <laughs> and um, so we started doing the body sprays with no alcohol and just making them all natural. The 11-year-old who's who, mind you, cleanses her face daily. Okay. So, and then she puts a rosehip oil on daily. Like, and this is, I know it's from watching me and watching her dad, but it's just like, she's so in tune with making sure that her face look good that it's, it's, it's a little scary sometimes that how, you know, they in the bathroom longer than we in the bathroom. Like, what are you doing? Like, face mask fully on just you see her sitting there reading like she's 11 so it's like once we started creating these things and it was just like okay we're gonna start selling them a little bit at a time we did a little bit it it went good we didn't get a lot of you know love because where we are are living at now in massachusetts and boston you get some people that will support you to the fullest but you get a lot of people that really be like nah we competitors and right. it's like, we can't buy blocks if we're competitors, people. Let's work together. Listen. <laughs> like, we can work together. We can collab and we can make money together. Like, that's our motto. Um, but once, we got a couple of people um, that gave us, like, one person in particular, her name is Taweba. She owns what they call the Ideal Mixer here in Massachusetts. Okay. And she gave us our first pop-up. Okay. And we were like a huge hit. It was crazy. We did not expect it at all. We did this pop up and then we just started doing them over and over at her shop. And we were just, all people would be asking for us and things like that. So we felt like we were little celebrities, you know, hey. But it was like, this was, this was for us. It was for us to create this. This was for us. And it has grown into us. Now we make our own candles, we do incense. We do everything to give you that vibe of you don't have to go to a spa and spend $500 and we can give you your spa at home with okay. natural products. So not saying that nobody shouldn't go to the spa, but mm -hmm. you for those that can't afford, there are people that can't afford to go to a spa. So we make you taking care of you affordable at home, whether it's you, your kids, 
your hubby, your man friend, everything that you could think of, we got available to take care of yourself at home. So that was that was the beginning of Deja Vu Skin and, and how we started and how selfish we were in the beginning before just for ourselves. <laughs> Uh-uh. But we're not like that no more. We share now. <laughs> so how did y'all come up with the name? So I came up with the name because we were like doing sense and it was just like it felt like deja vu, but I couldn't I couldn't understand why. I was like, in the world does this feel like I've done this or been here before? Like it just oh, felt my. like a deja vu. And then he was like, Yeah, we're just gonna call it deja vu skin. And in my head, we have been thinking for months of names. And he just comes off and says it like it's just natural because he thinks he knows everything. So in his head, he's the creator of the name. Deja Vu Skin. He's the creator, even though it was like, it was like Deja Vu. And he was like, yeah, we're just going to call it Deja Vu Skin. So now in his head, he's the creator. And if I keep doing good, you know, I could get a promotion. I love it. I love it because it has to be fun though. The whole listen at the whole process and how the family got involved with it. That has to be fun because I was thinking even as you were talking about your 11 year old daughter and how she spends more time, you know, in the bathroom than you got, you know, and sitting around reading with her mask on. I always tell people we don't realize how influential we are on our children and the younger generation. We always look at influence from a negative standpoint. Mm -hmm. You guys are an example of how you can flip that thing and cause the effect to be positive. And I believe that that's how we build. And even how you were talking about how some people are just won't support each other not realizing we can build, we can buy blocks. I just had an interview with a real estate investor and we were talking about the importance of ownership, buying property and buying neighborhoods and buying towns, you know, to, to reclaim some of that land, to claim exactly. some of that land and have that paradigm shift. So I love that part of it. I love that aspect of it. Now I have another question. You were talking about the candles. You talked about the incense. What type of uh, body care products do you have? I heard you mention the soaps. I heard you mention, uh, I believe you said something for the beards. Yes. And everything. Do you guys have it? everything? We pretty much have everything covered. So we have body butter. We have lotions. We have milk baths. Because let me just tell you about, I was going to call it bubble bath. But my 11-year-old, okay. even for the kids, they have milk baths, not okay. bubble baths. She said, um, "Bubble baths is that's not for us." Yeah, that's so we, out. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We do milk baths. Um, we have mud masks. We have oils for the face. We have oils for the hair. Um, we have bath bombs. Um, we have bath salts um, that people can soak in that I actually make by hand. So mm -hmm. they are freshly made. So when someone orders one, that gets made when they order it. Um, they don't just sit around and bag wait, and we make that all fresh. Um, and then we have the beard care. He's working on some CBD beard care stuff now, um, and a CBD CBD um, face cleansers and face oils also that he's working on right now. So it can be fun because we, you know, we get together and we figure out, you know, we we people think we look at other companies like other business owners um we actually look at the bigger brand we look at what they're doing wrong and we do it to do it right right so right right you tell people it's like oh do you look at like you know the people in your community or other business owners small business owners as your competition no no they're not my competition my competition is or our competition is bath and body work victoria's secret Everybody that sell everything that's chemically infused, that's who our competition is. Because okay. we need to push them out and get all these natural care. Because we don't make everything, we don't do everything, but we will push and support another business that do the same thing that we do. Because right. although we do the same thing, it's different. Right, right, right. It's all that all we care about is if, if it's all natural. If it's all natural, we'll support you. 
we make beard oil. We know a guy in Texas that does beard care. We support him just like he support us. We never met him before, but we are all about collaborating and supporting each other as small business owners because in order for us to tackle and get rid of all of these big brands and, and, and get ourselves in there, we have to collaborate together. Absolutely. So doing that helps us. Like, you could call me anytime. Most people do. They're even like, hey, would you mind supporting us? And sure, send me the thing. I'll, I'll post it. It's whatever. I'm not looking for a monetary gain when I'm, when I'm helping my fellow small business owner, black business owner, whoever it may be. I'm not looking for any type of monetary gain to say, hey, yeah, pay me $400 for me to appear and to, to post it for you. I don't have, no, that's not. We never going to make it if that's how we do it with each other. Right, right. So that's the thing about being a visionary or visionist, though. You're looking you're looking farther down the road than just the uh, the gratification right now. You know, most people don't have that vision of the future. They're like, no, I want to get paid right now. Give my money right now. And I just had this conversation. That's why a lot of people have sold homes. They sold land. They've sold ideas. Because people have flashed that big amount of money that they've never seen before in their face. And they're just thinking for the now instead of thinking, you know, being a forward thinker. And that is so important. So we've been told, we've been told, um, and and, and a couple of people asked he and I in this in in an interview, and he was like, they were like, well, if a big brand came and was like, I'm going to give you $5 million for your your brand, and we're going to take it and we're going to do this. he was like, they're going to give me $5 million. They're going to make over a billion on me okay. and my brand. See? Now, I'm going to keep my brand because you could keep right. your $5 million. You could keep right. your name. I'll build right. it from the ground up. I don't care if I plant this seed now and it doesn't grow until I'm dead and buried, but my kids got a legacy See? and they got some because you're not going to take it away from me. You're not going to take what I built and then tell me, oh, it's only worth $5 million. When I know you're about to make a couple billion off of it. No, I'm not going to make you a billionaire. I'm going to keep my money. I'm going to be Oprah and Tyler Perry. Right, right. But you're not going to take my my vision and what I did and how hard I worked and how I scrapped and how I still worked a nine to five. And just so that you could get it and then you think five million is going to last me. That's not a lifetime money. Listen, That's not lifetime money. Once I go and buy that one house for four point two, I'm I'm broke again. Right, right. Real talk now. Real talk now. And and that that's the thing that I push on here. I push ownership of content. I push ownership of businesses. I push ownership of ideas. I push ownership of intellect, intellectual property, physical property. You need that ownership. You know, that, yes. is, that is the most valuable thing that you can have. Yes. So, and it's wow. so important. I, I mean, we want to leave our kids a legacy. Yes. We don't want to leave them. I can't leave them my nine to five because that ain't even promised to me. Right. You know, we own, <laughs> I tell people all the time, they be like, oh, you drive an older car. Yeah, I do. I drive an 06 Lincoln Navigator, the luxury edition that I bought used that I have no payments on. Right, right. See? And I call, I call, I call my navigator black. And black look good. Mm-hmm. Black is taken care of. Black gets me from where I need to go all the time. I don't owe anybody nothing. See? So yeah, y'all could go out and buy your Maserati that you're gonna pay eight, nine hundred dollars on. You don't own a house. You got no property. <laughs> I was going to say parking at your mom's zero. house or you parking at your apartment. Right. Home. I'm not. If yeah. I'm parking at an apartment, it's an apartment yeah. complex where I'm coming to check and see how my complex doing. See. See. I, I'm, I'm not interested. I'll drive what see I drive. It's not that y'all, this materialistic stuff, they could take this. Mm-hmm. But when you ain't got no money to pay for it no more, they're going to come and get mm-hmm. that. They can't come get mine because it could, I own it. See that to me, that's that's the difference between being having a wealthy mindset versus a rich mindset. If I'm rich, right. I just want to be flashy. I just want to show you something. Most of the world's wealthiest people, you won't even know they're wealthy, wealthy because they're not posting it, they're not bragging about it. Their clothes are basic, their yeah. cars are basic because that's not what they're thinking about. That's not what is important to them. They have right. their 
priority straight. So I, I and, and it's so important. And I, I teach my, my oldest one who just, she had no help from her parents. She went out and she was like, mommy, I'm going to go buy me a car because I know y'all are not buying me no car. Yeah, you knew, right? I'm glad you understand that. Please get it right. We're not breaking no traditions. Mama them didn't buy me no car. I'm not buying you one either. Mm-hmm. I work. You're going to work. She worked two jobs. Didn't have to. She worked two jobs, saved her down payment, got her own insurance. You know, under 25, they make your insurance. I said, you wasn't going on mine anyway. <laughs> got her own insurance. When she pulled up at the house and she was like, oh, come look at my car. She went and got a, it's so crazy because I'm, I'm, I'm big on numbers. So my, my truck is an 06. She came and pulled up in an 06 Acura. Wow. I said, baby girl. Yep. And she's so proud of her vehicle because unlike her friends who don't have a car and who don't, some of them waiting on their parents. And she was like, no, I'm going to go out and get it in the mud because I know my parents work hard for everything. So yep. I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. And she did it. She did it. She did, and, and I'm proud of her. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, no matter what you do, no one can never say to you, hey, I, I'm going to take your car away. You own your car now. She owns it. That, that's what it's all about. And you didn't have to go and get a Tesla because she she came to us, pitched this whole Tesla bit. Like, so yeah, I've seen this text. When I tell you, he said to cut out a paper, cut out the newspaper, the, the Tesla picture. And if you hang it on your wall, just when you go to sleep at night, envision yourself driving that Tesla. That's what he told us. He said, so that's a no. He was like, that is a no. You are not getting a Tesla. We are not buying you or financing you a Tesla. Like, where in your mind could you get that we was going, we don't drive Tesla. In your mind, you're going to drive a better car than we got. And, and, and we're going to pay for it. We in your mind, she was like, I was just thinking. She was like, no, you were starting. You wasn't thinking. You were starting some craziness. That's what's wrong with you. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to go back to the drawing board. It's not over. She's never said anything about a Tesla anymore mm-hmm. because she knows the value of a dollar now. She knows that okay, a car is expensive. These things are expensive. If I go out and get something I can't afford, if I don't have a job, they're coming to get it. Doesn't matter how much money I gave them, they still come get it. People don't realize that these young people think that it's all about, like you said, the flashy. I want to show that I'm rich living at home with my mom and them don't pay rent to help them out. I'm going to show it. Now, I'm going to be low-key because I like to go on vacation. Yeah. I like to do stuff yeah. with family. And I can't do that. I'm so, we so secretive. Like, people be like, oh, where y'all living? Oh, in Boston. Mm-hmm. That's as good as they get. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about where we live. Where we live right. ain't going to help you. Right. All you need right. to know about is this work. This so That's it body butter this oil that's what y'all need to know about everything else is like irrelevant so knowing those things is so important like you said like people want to be flashy and show off like Mm -hmm. nah we just want to be regular people that's right that's right making a difference so now here's what i want to do i want to give you the opportunity to give everyone your social media handles your website also where they can purchase the book at all of those things so right now, um, you could go to www.dejavuskin.com and you can get pretty much everything on our website. You can purchase the, the book is in pre-order. It will be dropping in January. Um, you can pre-order your book now. And once January hits, you'll, you'll definitely get your book in the mail with all the little nice little gifts that comes with it. And but Instagram with the thing about us, we make everything so easy for people because we like easy stuff. So when you are looking for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's always Deja Vu Skin 18. That's when we started the company in 2018. And we just felt like if we keep it cohesive all the way through, everybody be able to find us all the time. Just makes life so much easier. Um, however, even though you could go on a shop, we will be closing for a month. To revamp, and you're gonna be getting this first exclusive. We are actually moving to California. Oh wow! Um, so congratulations. We are leaving the East Coast to go to the West Coast. We are moving to California to just you know spread our wings and expand a little wow. bit more. You know, we That's look cool. at that as the land of opportunity. 
Um, neither one of us have family there. We're going and we're just going to do what we do. And that's just how it works. Um, but we, we will be closing for a month just so that we can adjust to moving. And we're driving there, so we're not even, oh, wow. not even. Me, Black is going to be on the road going to California for these 3,000 miles. Ooh, I hope, I hope he make it because if he get on my nerves and, and I leave him in Chicago or somewhere. Oh, God. Ooh, goodness. This is, this is a long, it's, it's different when you're in the house and he can go to the basement and, you know. That's a long ride. But when you're on a road trip, <laughs> I didn't think that all the way through. I was like, this would be fun for us to go on a road trip. And then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, ooh. My sister's like, you, you, you all right? You, 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 you're sane? I mean, what you been drinking on? I was like, I just think it'll be fun. She said, with Manny, it's going to be fun. She's like, you might be right. She was like, you do know. Sometimes he act like he ain't got no home train. Like, you right, you right. She was like, you do know he got a left foot. I said, well, when he driving, I'm asleep. I'm still, I got to think this through. I might have That's to That's going to be flight. fun. <laughs> That's going to be an adventure for the both of you. It is, it is going <laughs> to definitely be an adventure. It's definitely going to be new. Um, and it's it's a new refreshing start for us. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations so, on that. Congratulations. And I think my baby, I think my baby done equipped the car with all her little crystals to protect <laughs> us on this journey because she's 11 and she bought her crystals. So, I'm, I, oh. I done created I done created some um, chakra and lightning kits. Got you. <laughs> so Got these you. kids, they these kids burn. They say my oldest is the worst. She's like, um, let me get your sage, mommy. I gotta go burn sage in my car before I leave. And I'm like, y'all need to get y'all some sage because what's not gonna happen is y'all need to get my sage. I was gonna say they try to use up all yours. They, that's what they do. They, the 11 year old before she. She does um remote because everybody's remote in the town that we live in. But mm-hmm. every morning I'm staging my little station now. She come over there and grab it and she go and sage her little desk <laughs> down. She, she was like, because the negative energy, mommy, some of the kids have such negative energy. And I'm like, I believe her. who are you? Like, <laughs> so that's, we, we sage burning people over here. Sage and crystal have burning people and praying and meditating and anything we could do keep that self-love going for ourselves so that we can be good for who we're serving while we run this business and um, collaborate with people. So it's fun. That's it's awesome. a journey. Now, here's what I want to do. I have one more question for you. And that question is, you've given us a lot throughout this conversation. If everybody was to forget everything that you said, what would be one thing that you would want them to take away from this conversation? The one thing I want them to take away from this conversation is never put yourself last. Never put yourself last. It doesn't matter what your obligations are in this world or in this lifetime. Never put yourself last. Putting yourself last is going to get you in a grave first. Mm -hmm. So if they don't remember nothing else, never put yourself last. Awesome. Awesome. Listen, I want to thank you for joining us on today. Thank you for the conversation, for talking so freely to our listening audience. We truly appreciate that. We definitely have gained value from this conversation. Listening audience, thank you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for all your love and your support. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to text Deja Vu Skin two three zero two six four eight five five four four that lets me know you've listened to the entire interview or entire conversation and it gives you an opportunity to enter in the drawing at the end of the month all right listen guys as i always say create a great day walk with purpose and by all means execute your vision Think about if you acted on every idea. Um, Perhaps you may have 
several businesses right now, right? You may be a multimillionaire because you acted on those ideas. Who knows? However, think about it from this standpoint. If you acted on every one of those ideas, perhaps you may be overwhelmed all the time. Perhaps you may be having difficulty managing the different businesses that you have. You may be having difficulty managing the moving, different moving parts. Even as uh, for myself, being an entrepreneur, solopreneur, as they would call, uh, call me, it's sometimes interesting because I have these ideas for my business, but at the moment, I am not at a scale where I can do that. Um, but let's talk a little bit deeper. Some of the ideas that I have are good ideas, but a lot of the ideas that I have, number one, are not tied to my identity. Secondly, they're not, I, uh, they're not connected to a need or a gap or they don't answer a question. You just heard the voice of identity strategist, Michael Weston. Michael spent 10 years as a marketing and branding expert, and now he focuses on helping clients identify breakdowns by discovering their identity. Michael wants to invite new entrepreneurs to a live interactive course where you will receive real-time feedback and support as you begin to develop your new identity-aligned business. The name of the course is Fresh idea and we'll explore these three questions. Who am I? Who is my idea for? And how does my identity connect to my idea? For more information and to sign up for the course, visit www.fresh.supernormal.com. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments.